What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown bag, brown bag. The brown bag lunch. Good evening, folks. T-double-B-L-C coming at you on a Thursday this week. I've yet to put out the episode from last week, but I'm going to double tap it. I'm just going to send two episodes out this week. We'll see if Drew screwed me again and gave the exact next day for what's happening this week. Uh, it doesn't look like he did, though. So as always, my co-host Drew Luster is here with us out of Essex, Mass. I'm down in Destin, Florida. Let's, uh, let's get into it here, and we'll start off with your days of the week. Yeah, so I, I, after two or three recordings, I did learn my lesson. I've prepared for two days straight. That's good. Um, so tomorrow, Friday, and then Saturday, that's just the day of the week. So we'll start off with tomorrow, um, September 10th. Couple here that I have no clue what it is, but we're just going to, I think this is the fun of it mostly. So the first one for tomorrow, Friday, September 10th is Ganesh Chaturthi. What's that? I don't know. I didn't do my research. Interesting. Uh, it looks, it looks like a statue of sorts, like a, a a bougie version of Buddha, the Buddha statue, okay. with like a the head of a uh, elephant. You should have done like uh, the spelling bee. You know, can I have the origin? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but we we just shoot from the hip on TWBLC, so that's what we're going with. Uh, National 401k day for all Gotta of have you, those uh, responsible listeners who are adults. Um, yeah. Who are adulting in this day and age. Um, that's a pretty big one. It's never I'm too not... early to retire. I think that's the, the same. Or is it never case? too early to start saving for re- retirement? I think that's the same. <laughs> I think that's the same. Maybe never that, too but... early to start saving. I would disagree, and I'd say it's never too early to retire as well. That too. Yeah. That too. I wish that was the case. I wish that was the case. <laughs> um, I also wish there was three-day weekends, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, National TV Dinner Day. Not a huge TV dinner guy myself. I know you tend to be from time to time. You like your Hungry Man dinners. No, Hungry Man. No, I was a Mary Callender's. Or Mary Cavender's, one of the man, two. Uh, turkey dinner. No, or no, no. That was Mary Callender's. Always okay. Mary Callender's. Is that just a separate brand? Same thing though. It's a little more upscale, if we're being honest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what ones have you had, if you mind me asking? I think I was my most basic one was like yeah, the turkey with the mashed potatoes or slash the chicken. I don't know which one it was, to be honest. Out of that, <laughs> that box. I'm not sure. That's a. Uh... Usually carrots, carrots would come in that one. There was actually a chicken pot pie from Mary Callender's was pretty dang good. You toss that thing in the oven for about 30 minutes. Boom. You got a chicken pot pie. That sounds phenomenal. I like a nice chicken pot pie. It's easy. It's, it's coming up on chicken pot pie season as well. Yeah. Uh, Nothing like it. My last point on this one, before we wrap it up, it can't be a good time when you don't know when you can't really tell the difference between if it's chicken or turkey. And if you don't remember, yeah, I feel like that's a red flag to me. No, but you're getting the same nutrients, you know, <laughs> it doesn't even, <laughs> I guess so. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, another couple, couple interesting ones here. Um, mm-hmm. 
more serious side. Uh, Stand Up to Cancer Day is today. Okay. And and then uh, World Suicide Prevention Day is also tomorrow. Sorry, they're both tomorrow, uh, September 10th. So those are two more serious ones. Uh, and then the last one, which is pretty pointless, is Swap Ideas Day. I did my research on this one, and it basically means when you get into a group with people and you exchange ideas and thoughts. Brainstorming, is, as they call it. Typically, I feel like what normal people do on like a daily basis. I don't this think is what we're doing as, right now. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily has to be as formal as that. We, we celebrate Swap Ideas Day at least once a week um, on here. Yeah, obviously more than that offline, but that's uh, Friday, September 10th, folks. So mark those days on your calendar. Uh, September 11th, Saturday. Uh, obviously, it is Patriots Day. Curtis is smirking. I think he thinks I'm going to say something potentially <laughs> offensive. I, I was just going to see if you, you know, you mentioned the <laughs> events of September 11th. Mm-hmm. I figured it'd be uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't. No, we, we, we obviously will. We'll cover that. Um, Patriots Day and National Day. Oh. Austin Eckler did not practice today for the Chargers. My yeah, I saw that earlier. I know. I, um, I don't feel great about my payment of so if you like have 60 plus dollars for him in the auction. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We don't have to get into that then. Oh, we'll back, to the days. back to the days. Back to the days. Patriots Day and National Day of Service and Remembrance of September 11th, obviously. Yep. I didn't know uh, that was called Patriots Day. Yes, Patriot. It says Patriot Day. I thought it was Patriots Day, but then it says and National Day of Service and Remembrance. Okay. So, Interesting, because that's like the Mark Wahlberg movie Patriots Day. So that's what they I thought. Shouldn't when I first have used read that it. title? It sounds I'm like, like I'm like Patriots Day reminds me of like the marathon and all that. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess either way, uh, National Make Your Bed Day. I typically make my bed every morning and no, by make my never. bed i mean i mean stack the pillows up and literally just pull up the comforter that's really the extent of it okay uh but i'm, I'm a routine guy as you know so that's sort of part of part of that do you yeah. do you I no no never you know i only make it if there's company coming over that way i don't look like a schmuck that's fair okay that makes sense i think that's probably what the majority of of folks may say uh, and then lastly, National Hot Cross Bun Day, excuse me. So a hot cross bun is like, I remember the recorder song. The recorder song, song yeah. I, that's yeah. all I was thinking. And like full of school, but also is like a hot cross bun, like a... A delicacy? No, like a, um, oh my God. A hand like thing? A, like a hand motion? No, well, no. I think people in kindergarten would say like sit hot cross buns, like sit crisscross applesauce or my, am I thinking crisscross applesauce? I think. So I just, I just punked myself, played myself. And then what's the, I can't think of it. It's the, it's the, this is going to be great for content, but what is the thing that people eat that sort of doughy with like the frosting on it? Oh, that's a uh, Cinnabon. Cinnamon bun, like a Cinnabon, a cinnamon roll. Is that a hot cross bun or no? I feel like it might be. I, I don't think the buns are crossing. They're more swirling. That's a hot swirl bun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. You learn something new every day. Uh, go make your bed on Saturday. If, if you're going to make your bed one day of the, of the next 365, make it Saturday. Um, if you have a recorder, play National Hot Cross Buns. And if you have a heart, remember 
the tragic events of September 11th. Those are the days of the week, folks. Never forget. All right. Never forget. Let's go on to love of the week. We don't want to go into hate yet. We, we can't roll right into that after that message. So we'll, we'll do some love. We'll, we'll mix it up. We'll go with love. I have a pretty simple one. Pretty relatable as well. Not to you, though. I know that's for sure. Yeah, it's when <laughs> it's when you go a while with like just, you know, whether it's the outside or inside of your vehicle and you finally just vacuum it out, clean out <sighs> all the trash. You feel like so roomy and you feel like a million bucks like you have a new yeah. car. I That was me last week. I could um, use that. After I went on a little weekend trip, just clear it out. You feel so much better. And there's nothing like it. it's sort of like when you make your bed or you do the dishes and it's all done. There's just that feeling of completion. Yeah. And I know you've had your own personal struggles when it comes to uh, the car, cleaning a vehicle or keeping it clean. Um, I've seen some yeah. photos that were not as uh, pleasant to the eye as I would have expected. For sure. I would I would say we are back in that stage right now because I brought the recycling to base and oh boy. I didn't want to throw out all the paper stuff with like my name and address and all that on it, you know, sure. good OPSEC. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to shred it or burn it and wait for a fire maybe. Uh, but there is a ton of mail just scattered across the back sure. seat. There's a volleyball there. Mm-hmm. You know, my trunk has baseball clothes that are in there from the last spring. Oh, Jesus. A beach chair, strong? the golf clubs, uh, oh sneakers, golf shoes, all which are essential. I need the golf clubs. Yeah, I need yeah. the golf shoes. Most of that the is sneakers practical. for working out. Yeah. Um, but then there's definitely other odds and ends in there that that's yeah. a lot of stuff in the trunk. Yeah, I remember, and not to blow up your spot, but I, I specifically recall the, the front passenger seat like yeah. the floor where your legs go. Mm-hmm. I'm not totally sure that if you pick somebody up in that car that they would be able to comfortably sit in that seat with leg room. Yeah, I have to say my front passenger seat is quite clean. I have okay. not gotten fast food. So that's a fast food problem. When you're getting some fast food, where's the stuff go? It goes in the passenger seat side, like so on I'm, the floor, all over the, the mat over on that side. Yeah. But when you're so not I'm, getting it, you're good. You're good. I got to chime in real quick. So I'm the opposite. I do this. Like if I get a, you know, when they give you the straw at McDonald's, you put it down, you stick it in. And I just take the wrapper and go like this right over my shoulder, right into the back. Never to be seen again. The amount of straws and napkins in the back of that Tacoma when I cleaned her out is just, I should be in prison. It was bad. So I'm more of a right over the shoulder guy. Like good luck when you toss the, uh, the quarter in the fountain or whatever. That's yeah. sort of my MO. But okay. that's my level of the week. Gotcha. Uh, you, any honorable mentions? Uh, just that one for now. I had I had a lot of trouble brainstorming oh. this week. I know I didn't. Well, kind of short week for us for the last pod. I feel like, but I've been doing this, and it's gonna sound crazy, maybe. But okay. Okay. I'm addicted, and it's my love of the week. Okay. Washing hats in the dishwasher. Never I did. Done it. I'm terrified to do it. Drew, I did a full load of hats. I had like nine hats in there. What? Normal cycle. Okay. They're going to come out sopping wet. You got to dry them out. So just, you know, hang them or something for the night. Next thing you know, next morning, you got yeah. a brand new hat. So normal cycle, it doesn't like completely ruin like the color or like the I had all sorts integrity. of different materials. I had the cotton hats. I had, like you, you had know, the mesh, the cotton, mesh, like the, the everything. Yeah, everything. And it, 
no sweat marks on them anymore. Uh, one of them had like a little rusty mark it looked like. And I had a, a couple of moldy hats from the mold event in the apartment. Oh, so boy, yeah. It was overall a very pleasant experience. I did it, you know, a test run. I did some dishes and I threw two in there that I didn't really care about for hats. Yeah, and they came out make sure. exceptionally well. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do that for all of them. So now I am fully addicted to dishwashing hats. Oh, my. Is this something that you... So I've, I think I may have heard this before. Is this something... Did, like, did somebody give you this advice? Did you see it online? No, I've I mean, always... Uh, I think my mom used to do it back in the day, but she had like the actual hat, you know, like clip like thing to hold it in place. Yeah. Like Let me tell you something. That's a Ponzi scheme. You don't need those at all. They keep Are you calling form. out your own mother right now? I no, I'm calling out the the company that was selling those okay. uh, to, you know, vulnerable mothers out oh, there geez. who thought they were saving hats for their kids. Jesus, that's an interesting one. I I don't have a dishwasher here, but I do have one at two mics, and I will. I got some hats I could use a washer too. Yeah. And you're telling me even like a nice cotton hey, hat, like throw them in there with the pots and pans. Okay normal cycle and then just let it hang overnight or something all right yeah yeah duly noted duly noted you got any more love you don't have any more love of the weeks i don't have any more love of the weeks so with that let's move right on to some hate yeah mine's pretty it may have been one of mine before but it's when you're in between you're smack dab in between haircuts and you're just in that awkward stage Uh um and not only is the awkward stage a tough position to be in when you're like, you know, you had a cut two weeks ago, your next cut's in two weeks. And you're like, damn, I wish I, like, if I was rich and had all the time in the world, I would get a cut every two weeks, probably, maybe less. See, I think I'm the opposite in this, you know, sociological experiment okay. uh, or psychological experiment. I would go... I hate the point after the haircut. Like the, the first two days, I don't look good. There is, you know. I love, I adore the first two days. Oh, it's awful. I, so I hate, fresh. I hate my haircut. You could give me the best haircut in the world and I would hate it for the first two days. You need it to, you like for it to grow in. After two days, it's fine. Interesting. Okay. And I don't, how often are you getting haircuts? I'm usually every like four to four and a half weeks, like every okay. month. I thought you were going to be like every two weeks. I'm like, that's way too much. If not, I know if I had all the time in the world, hair. exactly. It's well easy there, guys. If, if I had all the time in the world and all the money in the world, like all the, like an NBA player or something. Yeah. I would hundred percent get one like every two weeks. Okay. Get a nice fresh lineup. Yeah. Every, yeah. Get a nice fade. I, I enjoy the grow out process and I haven't, you know, fully been able to enjoy the, the back in like the mullet days. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that possibly in a year to, to let it, let it flow. So, so are you insinuating that you could potentially be just letting this rip through the, through the fall and winter of next year, not this year. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I have to be in regs. That's why I can't let it go. But once you're, once you're out, you're going I'm going, I'm going long hair. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, now that I know that I may have to get a little jump start on you, we'll see. <laughs> I can't even handle, I can't even handle the beard. It's already so long, but yeah. My hate of the my week, hate. you know, I, the mechanic again, like the Lexus just continuously is in the shop. Jesus. We had some engine shaking. Is this the uh, same mechanic? 
I mean, I have to ask. You this were is... in the same place? No, no, no. So the, you know, month or whatever ago that I got it done, different yeah. mechanic. This okay. was this was a good year right down the street. They did a good job. Okay. Uh, the shaking of the engine stopped, but the, the oil light didn't right. shut off. Like I asked them to shut the oil light off. I had to go, I had to drive around and test it out and see if anything was wrong. And then I had to go back inside. So I guess the back inside process is more of the portion that I hate. That's a frustrating situation to be. And I was like, also, there's like a little rattle coming in uh, from the back, right. And the guy's like, oh yeah, that might be like the ball bearing or the wheel bearing or whatever. I'm like, oh, like, did we not fix that? Like, He's oh, like, okay. No, like, no, we just fixed like the front end of it. And I'm like, well, I don't know why this wasn't notated or, you know, asked on the phone, hey, do we want to fix that? He's like, well, it was going, it was happening on and off. I'm just like, well, I'll see you in two weeks practically. Jesus Christ. When the wheel that falls is... off. Yeah, the wheel literally falls off on the freeway. <laughs> you gotta oh drive it back then. That is awful. I, I, I don't like dropping off and picking up, picking up my vehicle as it is. So thinking that it's all set and then very quickly real, realizing that it is not. And I've been, I've been duped time. too many times at this point from the mechanic where I get out on that freeway and I rip it from zero to 60. And if that thing has any problems, I'm bringing it right back <laughs> into that shop. You turn immediately. Yeah. Yes. Oh God, that's terrible. Okay, uh, I got a good question for you later on in the show. Okay. For now, we'll move on to some stocks because I think we're out of hates. Let's do it. Bad couple of days early in the week. And today was a little bounce back, which we like to see. Uh, but Ethereum, some scary days in the Ethereum market, down to 3000 I didn't capitalize and buy on what I knew was the dip. And I lost out on, you know, a quick 500 bucks probably because bet rate shop right back up to 3,500. I, on a smaller scale, bought, I want to say 500 or so bucks of Ethereum classic made a quick hundred bucks as that was, it did the same thing. It literally dropped and then immediately went back up. And I was like, do I wait? Is it going to keep going up or do I just get out now? And of course, you know me, I got out now, took my money and ran. Um, but yeah, definitely an, an interesting week. Beginning of the week was meh. Today, even for me, was I was down point, you know, close to 0.24%. Um, nothing to be too ashamed of. Obviously, we've seen worse. Um, so no real complaints. I think we're, we're still in a good spot in terms of all-time uh, earnings. So no complaints right now. And tomorrow is Friday, which is obviously the best news of all i don't know if i mentioned it last week i might have but i think my long-term plan here in the five to ten year span is to keep building up equity in tesla and ethereum because i think they're locks for the future just being ginormous i think you did mention tesla just any chance you get just throwing in a couple beans yeah like i almost building. am at the point where i'm gonna start being like this amount of my paycheck goes straight to here to buy blank oh boy that's, and I thought before you were in deep, you are going to be in deep. <laughs> Elon Musk is just like, he has you just laying down in the palm of his hand, yeah. like a sleeping baby right now. I, I uh, mean, he's going to rock me right to sleep to a, <laughs> to a boatload of money, I hope. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I have my 
left pinky toe on my foot dipped in Tesla. That's how um, small fries my, um, I guess, shares are. But yep. still, nonetheless, we're riding that wave. I there's one If there's one stock you could get rid of today, what is it? That I have right now? In your portfolio, yeah. Um, I mean, this isn't this is more a matter of like process of elimination. Obviously I'm not getting rid of Tesla, not getting rid of square. Cause I would almost put knee square slap. in the same boat. Give me a knee Tesla. slap right now. Answer, answer right off the top of your head. What are you getting rid of? Probably pen. Interesting. Only because those are the only three that I'm in right now. Do you have, oh, so you got rid of lemonade. I got rid of lemonade. I got, I rid can't of wait to get out of lemonade. I'm just Neo. dying for it to get back to even. And then I also got rid of DraftKings, which is probably a bad time. So why the DraftKings and Penn? Because I think those are long-term locks as well. So I would agree. I think especially like with the time of year and seasonality, Penn is going to probably boom. But again, I am only in three and I had to give you an answer. So I gave you Penn because I have more faith in Tesla and Square long, long long-term than I do Penn. So the Uh, one stock you'd hold then sounds like Square, like no matter what. That's actually, that's Tesla. Okay. It's like 1A, 1B. I, I almost put Tesla and Square in the same boat where I think like, even if you bought in today, you're still in a year going to make a profit. Like in the yeah. end, like it's just going to continue going up regardless of what happens on a weekly, monthly basis. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the you? fence on, it, I'm probably Tesla right now, but I would put DraftKings up there. Yeah. Just because I think, another one. you know, the states that are, becoming more and more lenient on sports gambling and you know plenty of places are gonna then open up to that and they're gonna flood in and it's you know a 40 billion dollar industry or something so there's money to be made but that'll wrap up stock talk there before we get into a lot of the sports talk here moses just looked like he rose out of the bed oh Oh, shit yeah, he, uh, he ate just before this. We're hoping he doesn't poop. Is he eyeing you up? He's he's moving about. It looks like <laughs> he's got a little crawl. Going. Put him he's, in the tub. Put him. He's in the going tub. to the water bowl. This is okay. a good move. Maybe just you know <laughs> wet the lips and right back to sleep. <laughs> wet the beak and go right back to bed. Oh boy! <laughs> but question here for you. So this okay. came. I I don't know where I saw this or if I came up with it or a, a hybrid of the two. Okay. But I I'm wrote down in my notes, serial okay. killer question for Drew. Go ahead. I'm okay. so ready for this. And it was, say you, you know, banged a serial killer without knowing it. Like you found out a day or two later, they were a serial killer, but they didn't kill you. Do you Wait. now marry them? So I banged a serial killer but you didn't know. So obviously know like say that, say the trait was like, they were sleeping with these people then right after dead, but you somehow, you know, I a survived. day or two like, later, I didn't see any red flags, there were no red flags. They didn't try to okay. kill you at that night. Do okay, you now yeah. marry them? No. Cause you're the, I mean, you're the one for them. That's insane. What? No, there, you know that they're a serial killer. That's bananas. I thought I could get you on that one. You think you thought that I would say, you thought that I would think that I'm like so full of myself and so empowered that like I could like 
fix them almost and like make them like hey easy easy you don't have to you don't have to off me like we can have a good life together but more of like being honored that they didn't kill you I think either way I would definitely feel honored that they spared my life but I certainly wouldn't be willing to spend the rest of my life with a serial killer by any means what if you knew they weren't uh gonna they get weren't caught gonna kill me and if, they, if weren't knew- go- they weren't gonna get caught and you weren't gonna get killed no just like laying down next to somebody at night like you're trying to get me i know you are laying down next to somebody at night and just like falling like turning around like turning over to fall asleep and then you think to yourself like this person has taken lives like what if what if you know you exchanged uh you know love yous that night (laughs) and you found out two days later do you take them with their flaws no like (laughs) I don't care what they said to me. I don't care what I said to them. I don't care, like, physically, mentally, whatever happened, whatever the connection is. If I find out that you're a serial killer or that you were a serial killer, and you didn't, and here's the thing, it might be a little bit different if you said, oh, they accidentally murdered somebody once. Serial killer, that holds a lot Okay, of so that's where your red line is. An accidental murder is fine. <laughs> if they accidentally murdered somebody one time and they didn't, mean to do it and it was like you know self-defense or something like that and they weren't reprimanded legally for it at all or like in the streets yeah and like nobody i wasn't in like you know say like they get off on like bail or something something crazy happens and then i'm with them i don't want like a brick to be thrown through my window you know the repercussions are have to be heavily put into this too either way i don't think you're gonna get me because I don't, what, I would never want to be in a relationship or friends with a serial killer. Okay. Or someone who's killed somebody, really. For that. Gotcha. I, in, an, in an ideal world, in a perfect world, I would not be in any type of relationship, friendship, whatever, with a person who has murdered somebody. That's the best I could do for you. Respect. Uh, <laughs> I think I got that from Son of a Boy Dad. It wasn't their conversation. Uh, they were talking about serial killers in some way. And then that popped up into my head. So are they, were they saying like, if this is like your person, like your perfect person? No, they weren't. They were just talking about serial killers and that popped into my head of like, why what didn't if? they, what if they didn't kill you? And like, then you found out a week later. That could be, I could absolutely be one of those, um, those like trash TV shows that like somebody like my mom watches or something where like, you know, you call an Anne Marie trash? I, not at all. But the the some of the content that she views is uh, is a little bit cheesy. Okay. But like, I can picture it. Like, you know, the person's a cop. Like, I'm creating a movie in my head right now. Tell me what you think. The person's a, the 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 man is a cop. He gets into a romantic relationship with a woman who is a serial killer. It's like the Dexter version of a girl. Yep. But she's but again like similar to Dexter, she has she means well like she has decent motives you know she's not just going around killing people for the hell of it yeah uh and yeah you know, those that deserve see, it is what exactly you're saying. and i exactly and i can almost see the cop trying to protect and shield that person from the legal system and like getting the hammer down on them you sound like you got a, a producer's career ahead of you a director's career i like that i it's it would be on the same channel as like you know ncis and all those weird shows i feel like 
maybe well, maybe could, it would just be a movie like a netflix or a maybe movie. a hallmark yeah you could get a, like a, a thriller hallmark i don't know i feel like hallmark is more like uh, family friendly christmas, yeah like christmas in the city and stuff like that like i don't think there's a, anything about serial killers but what do i know okay well let's uh let's get on to the sports here and i know we're gonna hop right into football so we might as well do it i first i want to hear you know of all your drafts, yep. what's your best draft grade you gave yourself? Um, of all my drafts, so I would it would probably be my my most expensive league, Jason's league. Uh, so obviously, in terms of like the investment, it's going to be the priority league for me. Uh, Ten yep. teams, full point PPR. I give myself a B plus. No integrity. I had, I had the second pick. I went, this is my team, so you guys can judge it. Kyler Murray, this is my starting lineup for this week. I won't go Give me a first five. Let's not go into the, the whole My slate. first five draft picks? Just give me a first, you know, your QB, running backs, wide receiver, yeah, tight end. My, like, I my don't need guy. the rest. No, that's what I was going to give you, yeah. Okay. Kyler Murray, Dalvin Cook, James Robinson, DeAndre Hopkins, CeeDee Lamb, Jonu Smith, Cooper Cup. And I have Miles Sanders on the bench. And I have Slim Jim Devonta Smith on the bench, who I am very high on this year. See, so you, you, you went right over with the bench players. You had to. I snuck in a couple. <laughs> I like Cooper Oh, Cup. I also have, I can't, I would be remiss or remiss if I didn't mention Rodrigo Blankenship as my kicker too. I dropped yep. my original kicker and picked him up because I had to. I have him in one league. I had to get him. Uh, I'm going to stick with my criteria that I gave you. Uh, I would say I, I would give myself an A minus, and that was okay. in the shared team that me and Kenzie have, okay. uh, that we have one championship in that league. I think it's been started since 2014-ish, so okay. not great. We're trying to get back into the, you know, the finals and get, get some con- competition experience up there. We only got one, and we won it. Yeah, okay. And we've missed the playoffs the past couple of seasons. So we got to at least give ourselves a shot. But I liked our draft. What do we have for teams like PPR? Like give, me the, give me the parameters here. It is. It might be half point PPR. I think it is. Okay. Uh, what are you looking? Oh, it's six point QB touchdowns. That was yeah. a big shift How many this teams? year. Oh, was it four before? Yes, it was four. So we oh, shifted okay. to six. Uh, Ten team league still. And... Okay. We got Josh Allen, which was great. You love Josh Allen. I'm a big Everybody Josh Allen Josh fan. Allen. He's a stud. Who, who doesn't? Now I think we should get into the the pickums this week, but I think we should do it okay. survivor pool style. Because I'm in a survivor Ooh. pool. So I I'm gonna tell you it. my my picks each week for the survivor pool, but we can also go through the whole slate of them. So when your game comes up that you're gonna pick, and I'm gonna hold you to lock it in tonight on the my pod. my survivor pool pick for work like the, the team i picked yep i'm gonna hold okay. you to locking it in tonight uh okay but we'll run through the game starting with tonight's game thursday yep. we're gonna go against the spread drew so it's gonna be a little harder here okay um but Dallas <clears throat> cowboys tampa bay buccaneers tampa is favored minus eight and a half points i'm gonna tell you this dallas is the king of garbage points i'm taking dallas with the spread the plus eight and a half i don't see the bucks beating them by more than a a touchdown you know and somehow late they're gonna get some garbage td from in amari down the stretch that doesn't mean anything i 
I agree with you, but I also think that it could. I think Dallas can win the game outright, and they're like huge underdogs. They're plus 360. Kenzie said it in the group yeah. today. I think that's great value. It, they weren't that bad last year. Like they could score points against anybody. I know the Bucks yeah. D is good, but yeah. I don't I don't know if you stop that offense. I don't know if you stop that offense either. I think part of it is I, I'm taking Tampa and I'm gonna kind of look at the other side of the coin. I think Tampa's pass pass rush is so you got them winning by nine or more yes i do i do i think the cowboys being down one of their top offensive linemen pro bowl offensive linemen is is massive and i I think think that's the one that can affect the game yeah yeah and i think when you think about the amount of time that dak missed last year the amount of time he missed in preseason with the sore arm with his ankle I don't know if he just comes out and throws for 300 yards and two touchdowns and is just throwing it around the yard, keeping up with Tom and the gang. So I'm taking the Bucks, <clears throat> and I think they're going to win by more than eight and a half. I think they're going to win by 10 or 12 about. I don't think it's going to be a complete blow, but I think they will handily win. Um, defensively, I think the Cowboys are a little bit on the younger side, inexperienced, and obviously Tampa has all the talent in the world. So I'm taking Tampa. You know, money line like 490 is just outrageous to be putting on Tampa, I feel like, to make a hundred bucks. Uh, but we'll see. Let's move on to the Sunday slates of one o'clock. We got Jets versus the Panthers. Uh, Carolina favored by four points. We don't need to talk much about this team, <laughs> these teams. Uh, just give me your pick. I'm going to go with Carolina. I'm going to take the Carol- favorite. Carolina is my mortal lock of the week. They're my actual pick em team, my pool team this okay. week. And uh, just in terms of like advice that I would give anybody who's in one of these uh, survivor pools is um, I, would look, I would look less at who's favored and I would almost look at it backwards at who they're playing. Like I – if I pick every, if you pick against the Jets every week, you're going to be in pretty good shape. Um, Carolina is a team that I don't see myself picking a ton this year because I don't think they're very good. But yeah. I think they're an easy, easy pick against the Jets, especially week one, especially in Carolina. This sounds like uh, what Big Cat and, you know, Prez would do, but you're guarantee basically on Carolina almost makes me want to take the Jets at plus four. (laughs) I mean, it's still, it's still like reasonable, you know, the Jets, I don't, I don't think they're that far off, but I still think Carolina is a better football team. And especially at home first game of the year, Zach Wilson having to play on the road in Carolina. I don't Sam Darnold revenge game. And well. Sam Darnold revenge game. I didn't really think about that layer of it either. But I'm gonna stick with Carolina because I think Sam Darnold's actually a good quarterback and he's just been on the worst team in NFL history for the past three seasons. I would agree. I hope you're right. Let's go to Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. Buffalo favored by six and a half here. I don't know where this game is being played. Uh, it's I've... in Buffalo, I believe. Okay, so that that means the bottom teams I'm reading are home. Yes, bottom is home. Yeah, I think. Gotcha. ESPN. So with that said, I'm going to go. That's a tough, that's, that's just a tough AFC game, but I'm going to go, really I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going to take six and a half minus six and a half on Buffalo. I'm going with the Steelers. Big Ben's back healthy last hoorah. They have a young 
um, elite running back. They have really, really good receivers. And I think if there's one team in the AFC early on in the season who might be able to catch the Bills off guard and keep up with them offensively, it could be Pittsburgh. I like their defense as well. Um, is uh, TJ Watt, is he contracted finally? Did they finalize yes, his contract? Down. My only thing with TJ Watt is I have a sense that he likes to get a little bit too aggressive upfield too quick. And that could really bite them in the ass with Josh Allen's ability to pick up yards and step up in the pocket and yeah. pick up those third and threes, third and fours. I'm, I'm going to take the Steelers just because the Bills are my mortal enemy as of now until January because they're in the Pats division. Yep. And I like the Steelers defense a lot, and I think they can keep up with them offensively. I think we should have a – you need to get a pen and paper next time and be writing these down so we can record our records for the year. Okay. We'll go San Fran, Detroit. This one's in Detroit. Detroit getting eight points, so plus eight. Uh, what do you got on this one? I'll let you go first. Uh, San Fran, it's not even going to be close, I don't think. I think it'll be a blowout. I think San, people are looking at San Jared Fran. Goff behind the helm in Detroit. Yes. I just got to clear those up. There's been a lot of quarterback changes there on teams That's true. We, you we, haven't we, seen. We tend to forget that stuff. I still think people – People forget how good San Fran was two years ago. I think you look at last year and all the injuries, and it was a recipe for a disaster last year, and they were still relatively competitive. I think they come back this year with a full slate of healthy bodies, and I think that defense can put a hurt on some people. I'm taking San Fran. I think they will beat the Lions by eight points, and it won't even be close. Yeah, and DeAndre Swift will be playing uh... – that game i know there's been some news circulating oh boy I've... i'm not going to mention it because it, it was unsubstantiated news uh coming off reddit from what i heard oh so yeah that could be anything anyways detroit lions saying he's playing sunday so yep i will go with i'm gonna take detroit okay. i'm gonna take the points I'm gonna i would take love to know eight. why i would love to know why i just don't think san fran you think there's has a true quarterback like there was a quarterback controversy i guess or a competition yeah. the entire preseason if you, just, have, you know what they say kurt if you have two do you really even have one correct so for that reason i'm out i'm taking the detroit <laughs> lions oh my god uh, with the spread plus eight. Uh, all right okay here here we go jacksonville houston this one in houston Houston God, getting three points. So True. This is the one that I am debating on whether or not I take Jacksonville early in the season because I think Houston it's is that bad. the worst team in the league. Like it's not year. even close. My only thing is, here's my only thing. But Kurt. I think there's other games that I can pick that are just not as close because I think this one could be a tight one in the foot. Yeah, you might shoot yourself in the foot because Tyrod Taylor is a decent quarterback and – Anything can happen in the NFL. That might be too close of a game where there's just the teams are so bad, both that I don't know what I think that's a coin flip game. Yeah. Well, with that said, uh, plus three going to Houston. I am going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. I am not going to take them as my survivor pool pick, though. I will also take the Jags, and I would definitely advise against you doing that. I would agree with you there. There's, there's better games, there's better teams to choose this week. All right, we got Seattle at Indy. Indy getting two and a half points. I, this is my mortal lock of the week. 
Seattle buries them. Yeah. Two and a I half points is disrespectful to Russell Wilson. I would have to agree. I think Indy at home with Carson Wentz, there's a ton of hype around the Colts this year. They were really, they were pretty solid last year, especially um, with Phillip Rivers, who really couldn't throw the ball 15 yards down the field. Yeah. I'm, I think you got to, I'm taking the Seahawks, pummeling the Seahawks. Three points is a, it's a complete joke, actually. Two and a I half, think. not Two even three. Ha- I'm seeing three in ESPN, so I, I forget. Okay. Um, we're, hey, DraftKings, we're, we're off DraftKings for, you know, being shareholders at one point. Fair. ESPN, um, we can't get shares in ESPN. That's, that's true. I think it's borderline offensive that they're only getting two and a half points. I think that's banana land. I'm hammering the Seahawks. All right. Arizona at Tennessee. Tennessee favored by three points. This is, this this is a tough one. Very close. Very, very close. It's, I'm it's trusting like... Vrabel on this one. I think okay. they're going to be a legit playoff scare for anybody in the AFC. I think they're going to have a great year. I'm going with Tennessee and Derrick Henry. Okay, I always like Titans at home. I'm going to go on the opposite side only because I have Kyler and D-Hop in my big money league. I, I'm, not in a, I'm also not necessarily sure, even with Julio and A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry, that the Titans can throw the ball down the field like Kyler can and like Arizona can yeah. um, because they rely so much on Derrick Henry. I'm taking the Cardinals. Okay. I like the, the mix we got here. L.A. Chargers at Washington football team. The spread is one point, so this, this is, is a, pick a really. This is another really tough one. I'm going with Washington. No, I'm going with the L.A. Chargers because of their quarterback. That's it. That's Herbert. my only reason. I think he's going to have a big year. I am going I, – I want to root for Washington because I want them to be good. Their defense Austin is Eckler really good. is a – problem if he's not playing that that is a problem for the I'll, I'll leave it this way i know this isn't what you want to hear if eckler doesn't play i'm picking washington 10 times out of 10 seven days out of seven of the week if eckler suits up and he's good and he's a factor i'm hammering the chargers because he's the difference maker for that team especially okay. against that that uh washington football team front front seven or whatever all right minnesota vikings at cincy cincy getting three points Give me Joe Burrow. The Minnesota Vikings what? are going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year because they have a bad quarterback in Kirk Cousins and an even worse coach in Mike Zimmer. I'm still I'm hammering the Vikings. I think the Bengals that's a trap. Are... That's a trap game for you. <laughs> I want to advise you to trust Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, and the Cincinnati Bengals to wipe the floor with them. I, I would take them straight up this week. I can't and I won't. I'm taking the Vikings. I think I don't care where the game is played. The Vikings are a better football team. They are wise on paper. They're, they're on paper. Football. Sure. But they're not coached as good. I can guarantee that because Mike Zimmer has been one of the worst with Mike McCarthy oh, okay. for the last. But, but, Zach years. Taylor, but Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach is the new friggin Belichick. That guy is like you and I. It's like if they put you and I down there. Hey, that's he better. That's better than Mike Zimmer because Mike Zimmer doesn't know what he's doing out there. <laughs> I'm taking the Vikings. That's we'll go either way on that one. All right. Philly at Atlanta, hot Atlanta, minus three and a half for the Falcons. I'll take a high powered Atlanta Falcons with Matt Ryan at the helm. Uh, we'll see 
if Calvin Ridley can fill the role of Julio Jones, who was allergic to the red zone for the past two years, uh, we'll see if Ridley continues to get those targets. I just am, I hate the Eagles. I don't think they're a good team. I'm never going to pick them. I'm taking Philly. I like Jalen Hurts and I like Devonta Smith. I like both of them as players a lot. I don't think Philly is a good football team. They did fire your boy, Doug Peterson. My boy, he's such an asshat, that guy. Uh, And the new coach isn't that much better. He's another, he's an idiot too. But the Falcons, I think, are even worse, Kurt. Like, I don't, I think they're going to be really, really bad this year. Okay. They have Kyle Pitts, who I think is going to replace Julio more than, more than Ridley will in the red zone um, with his big body and range. But I still think the Falcons are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. They don't really have much outside of Pitts, Matt Ryan, and Ridley. That's literally it. And their defense is actually abysmal. So I'm taking Philly as much as I don't want to. All right. We got Miami at New England. Pats are minus three. I'm going with the Pats here. It's at home. If it was in Miami, I would have to seriously consider a Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I it's would It's going to be tight. It's not going to be as – I think people think it's going to be like last year where we just walk all over them. Miami, even in the last year, I think has come a long way. Yep. There's a ton of storylines in this game with Calvin Noy coming back from the Dolphins, Tua versus Mack, you know, Bill versus Brian Flores, his, own, his old assistant. Uh, at the end of the day, like you said, the Pats are at home, 425. First full game the crowd has been able to be, to be at in a year. I think the place is going to be absolutely buzzing. You give that crew an extra four hours to get going, Kurt, the place is going to be ballistic. I'm taking yeah. the Patriots. I'm taking Mac Jones. I like it. All right, Cleveland at KC. KC minus five. I want to take Cleveland here because I love what they looked like in the preseason, but I can't go against the Chiefs at home for less than a touchdown. I'm taking the Chiefs. I am in the same boat. And you know what's funny? I think we had this same conversation last year in the playoffs when this game happened. I think we both wanted to take the Browns. Do you remember this? Yeah. We both wanted to take the Browns so bad, and I don't think we could. I think – the Browns are a fun team. They just don't have the talent that KC has. No, uh, nobody And then it's not being played in Cleveland either. And I think their defenses are pretty much the same as far as, you know, nothing stalwart like out there. Like nothing game changing. I'll just take the high power though. I would have to agree. I think you got to go Chiefs here. Okay. Oh, goodness. We need a refresh on on the app here. We lost I can some. take us away. There's a couple others here that I got. Yeah. Do you have the spreads on them too? Yeah. Um, so Go for up. the next couple, uh, we'll go right down the list. Packers at Saints, um, 425. Green Bay is favored by three and a half points, um, according to ESPN. This is an interesting one because two years ago, this would have been the game of the week. But I'm not so sure I can be, I can be sold that the Saints are a team to be a force to be reckoned with this year without Michael Thomas, without Breeze. Nope. This is an absolute wax, and Rodgers is going to go out and put up three to four touchdowns, maybe yep, one to Robert Tanyan for my fantasy team. And I, you couldn't find a guy who's more comfortable betting Rodgers against Jameis Winston. 
and I am I despise Aaron Rodgers. I know, I know, with, with all my heart. But yeah, this seems so easy. Like this feels like it should be a ten point spread. I would have to agree. I I think people are almost overvaluing the Saints because they are not. They do not have that good of a roster. They really don't. At the end of the day, they have a decent defense, couple, you know, shiny pieces on offense, but they're not as good as they were like last year or two years ago. I'm hammering the Packers as well. I don't think it's going to be particularly close. Uh, next game I have here as we kind of round out a couple more four o'clocks. Broncos at Giants. Denver is favored by three points on the road going to MetLife. This is another one where I think it's going to be, it's sort of like the Texans and Jags. I, I think it's a coin flip because both teams yeah. are not very good. Bad. Yeah. But I'm going to take, take the Denver. home team. I'll take the home team. Giants. Taking the Giants. I'm going to take Denver. Not much else to say with that game, really. No. Um, here's a <laughs> I believe one. Drew Locke is still behind the helm in Denver, correct? Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. Okay. Teddy came in. Gotcha. That, That's literally that changes things him. a little for me. Yeah. I'm going to still go with the Giants. Okay. Because I don't think, I don't think, uh, what's his name? The QB over there isn't, I don't think he's terrible. Yeah. Daniel Jones. Yes. Okay. Uh, next game I think is, is not going to be particularly close either. Uh, Chicago bears traveling all the way to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Rams are being given seven and a half points. Lock it up. That's my survivor pick of the week. It's the Rams. Uh, luckily I only have to, pick them to win outright what is the spread on that one uh, seven and a half i will take the rams as well i'm still taking the rams by more than a, a tad yeah i think stafford cup woods i my our boy sony my boy sony at least <laughs> i think that team is going to be an absolute problem and the bears still starting andy dalton over justin fields is an absolute mockery and they're going to be made an embarrassment this weekend, this afternoon. Justin Fields is not playing. No, they're starting any Dalton week one. Oh, okay. That, I mean, you yeah, can make that be, spread cra- even crazier. You could triple it. You could literally triple it, and I'm still going to take the Rams. It's going to be a blowout. Uh, last game of the week, we'll jump right to. This is an interesting one for me because I think the Raiders are sneaky good, and I also think the Ravens are sneaky bad. Ravens traveling to Las Vegas. First game with fans in Vegas for the Raiders. Baltimore is being given four points. 8-15 Monday night. I'm taking the Raiders at home. Monday night football. The Rams are riddled with injuries. J.K. Dobbins out for the year. Gus the bus Edwards out for the year. Marcus Peters, their top cornerback, potentially out for the year as well. Um, and I like the Raiders. I do. I, they were They showed me something last year. I think they're Defense will improve, and I think Darren Waller is a serious problem for defenses, and I don't know if the Rams are going to be able to – or not the Rams, the Ravens. Um, their offense is limited, I think, with, with what Lamar Jackson can do, and I think the more that he plays, the more teams start to figure out how to limit him offensively with his ability to throw. So I'm taking the yeah. Raiders. They're a fun team to root for, a fun coach to root for. Yep. I will also be on the Raiders here. I'm not sold on Baltimore being that good. They're going to get in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know if they win the division this year over Pittsburgh. It'll be, and Cleveland, actually. Uh, I think that's going to be a hard-fought division. I can see kind of a a stinker of a year for them, especially if they get off to a bad start. NFC least, maybe. Well, no, that's not what I meant. I meant for the Ravens. Like I think they could be 
I don't, I think that, I think they'll finish. What I'm trying to say is I think the Steelers and Browns will finish ahead of the Ravens. Yeah. Who's the other team in that conference? Uh, Bengals. Bengals. Okay. Yeah. So okay. they're going to be. <laughs> they're not all that terrible. They no, could sneak a game off the Baltimore. Who knows? Yeah. At home in Cincy, I can see that maybe. Yep. Being a spoiler, not being a playoff contender. No, but. Okay. This is the picks for the week. Remind me what your mortal lock is again. It is the LA Rams against You're the, taking the LA Rams. Chai Bears. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers against the Jets at home. Yep. Um, again, we're not advising you to make these picks. We're not professionals. These are just merely recommendations. But take a look at our record after this week and keep tuning in. Yeah. I think I think we'll we'll have to do a little review midweek next week to get a, a sense of where we landed. Because I think yeah, we'll post good. them. We'll toss them up on Instagram or Twitter and just you know toss out the records and and the money made if we bet I don't know a hundred bucks on each of the spread games, and that should work out. Absolutely. Let's talk a little golf now. Uh, well, actually, first we'll talk a little tennis. U.S. Open tennis has been going on the past two weeks. It's prime time coverage. It is an absolute delight to get home at night and have a 8 p.m. Central time match on right in the middle of it where you can just, you know, house down a few cookies, some ice cream on the couch and watch hold these on, men on, and women By cookies go to town. And ice cream, are you sneaking under the rug that you're back in the cookie sandwich game? You said I'm cookie not. ice cream. Are these separate <laughs> or is this all in one? I am not. I, uh, I have to ask. I haven't actually had any cookies. I was just throwing that out there for the general population. Okay. I uh, but I have had some ice cream. The ice cream has been great. Okay. Ben and Jerry's, right? But no free ads. So I got some gelato the other day. It was like a cookie crunch one. It was fantastic. Okay. And I, I was not a gelato fan before that. I got it at a restaurant down here or a barbecue joint. Ooh. And okay. they're like one of the new places in town. Got got a little cozy with the owner and the, and the bartender's because I was one of their like first customers. Oh, so nice. it might so be my spot for like every week, getting at least a meal there. They got pulled pork, they got ribs, they got burgers, you Ooh, know, all the okay. essentials I need in a week. I like what I'm hearing. But on the US Open subject, Novak Djokovic, my mortal enemy number one right now, I feel as though this is exactly the position you were in with Tom Brady last year, because... I am rooting for every single one of his opponents with all my heart. And I know there is a very slim chance that he's not going to come out victorious, but I still have to, it's like I'm watching a train wreck. It, I'm going to be distraught when he wins the grand slam in a single year. He almost, I, I shit you not murdered, concussed a ball boy, child, man. I don't know what age it was, but somebody in the crowd made a peep on one of his first serves and like mm -hmm. he hit it way deep, uh, fault, fault on the first serve. So then he he's given the chair it. umpire a dirty look cause the chair umpire didn't say anything. And like, it's just some drunk guy in the hundredth row up in Arthur Ashe. And oh he's so in his own head, he's up two sets to one at this point, And he's up a break in the, in the clincher set already. So he's just going into a second serve on, like a 15 love serve. So it's not anything crucial. It wasn't break point mm -hmm. in the game. It wasn't, you yep. know, match point. So next point, he ends up winning, but his opponent, which was Matteo Berrettini, the Italian, hits one long, but it's like right at Djokovic so he can get a racket on it. 
Djokovic smashes it directly at the chair umpire. This thing must have been going 110 and just misses beaning the ball kid right in the oh head. Oh, my God. And if you don't, if you remember from last year in the 2020 U.S. Open, he hit that lineswoman and she went down like a sack of potatoes. He got DQ'd. So I would have loved to have seen not for the health of the the ball kids of the child <laughs> yeah you know not for their health but if they were all right loved, yeah you would have loved for the ball kid to sacrifice a minor concussion for the ejection no i can't wish the concussion on him uh just a minor like a, injury a maybe like a, a bump on the head you know yeah, nothing like serious head, yeah. okay to get Djokovic DQ'd again. Oh, and I got the people going on Twitter last night. The randoms on Twitter were coming at my throat. They're chiming in. Oh, calling boy. me an Adal and Federer fan. And I'm like, I'm absolutely an Adal and Federer fan. Yeah. I'm saying I'm using the hashtag Vamos, which is like the go Rafa of oh the tennis God. world. Jesus. And the people are getting people so riled up. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. I'm sure tennis Twitter is a is a scary place to be in. Definitely. Those people are ride or die, I feel like. Yeah, I, I want to go to a match at one point at the U.S. Open. Uh, we're talking about an Australian Open uh, visit. That would be pretty cool, going down to Australia and catching a few matches. I think I just saw Marty Fish in the stands at the U.S. Open on the live coverage. Is that the guy from ESPN with the beard, Marty Fish? I don't know, is it? Uh, I feel like I don't know it's, it's Marty something. Look up ESPN. Uh, is he like the NASCAR guy? Yes. It oh, might not Marty. be Marty Fish, but I think anyways, it's Marty Smith. Marty Smith, yes. you got it. Is that it is this him. guy? Yeah, he's. I just saw him on the TV watching the semifinals. That oh, dude? yeah, that was him. Yeah, he does like NASCAR and shit like that. Anyways, Zverev is most likely Djokovic's next opponent, so I'll be pulling hard for him, and then he's most likely going to see Daniel Medvedev from Russia in the final, and I'll be pulling hard for Daniel Medvedev in the final if he is against Djokovic as well. So in about, I don't know, four days from now when it's Sunday, you can probably find me just disgusted on the couch watching Novak lift up the U.S. Open trophy. Hopefully a path victory can lift your spirits after that happens. That's true. Maybe I'll just turn it off and try to keep it out of my mind. Maybe. That could be a good distraction. NFL Sunday. We'll see. Let's talk golf. Big news in the golf world this week was the Ryder Cup captain's pick from Steve Stricker, the U.S. Ryder Cup team captain. I think he did a great job on these picks. Usually there's like one or two picks each year that people can debate upon. Okay. I don't think he missed any. So Jordan Spieth, guaranteed, was getting on the team. Mm-hmm. Harris English, great year, getting on the team. Tony Finau won recently for the second time getting yeah. on the team. Xander yeah. Shoffley won the gold medal, getting on the team. So there are really two, because you get six total captain's picks. There are really two selections that it came down to. He ended up going with Daniel Berger and Scotty Scheffler, which I love because we usually go with kind of the safe picks with like the veterans who have already played mm-hmm. in a Ryder Cup or a President's Cup. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler being a rookie in these, I believe Daniel Berger played on the President's Cup team already. But I did not want to see Kevin Kisner on the team due to his driver length. Whistling Straits is one of the longest courses. They're going to set it up for an absolute bomber's paradise because that's the one advantage the American team has over the Europeans Mm -hmm. consistently every year. 
They're going to probably put a lot of central hole locations in the middle of the green so they can just hit wedges in while the Europeans are hitting kind of higher clubs, seven, eight yeah. irons in. Yeah. So that all comes in a strategy. That's why Kisner's knocked out as well as the most recent like golf Twitter thing was, oh, Kevin Na played good in the tour championship. Why don't we throw him in? It's like, first of all, that's one tournament. He was number, I think like 25th in the FedEx Cup standing. So he just inside top 30 for the entire year of the PGA Tour. So that means there's at least 20 guys that had a better tour season this year. And this goes off of two years worth of kind of data and Scotty Scheffler was by far and away better than him in that regard, as well as Daniel Berger, but Kevin Na has the same issue. He hits it about 280 yards. He hits a dead straight like Kisner. So you'll be in the fairway, but they're going to have to be going up against guys like, you know, with the length of McElroy and stuff on the Europeans, they're going to be hitting 40 yards back long irons into holes where those guys might have eight iron, nine iron in instead it just doesn't mathematically add up. So I'm excited. This is the first year I haven't disagreed with any of the picks, I would say. And my good friend, Phil Mickelson, was named the assistant captain this week, which sets him up to be a Ryder Cup captain in 2024-5. I don't know if they're going to keep this game the same schedule with COVID. It's supposed to be every two years. It was supposed to be last year, got reassigned to this year. I don't know if they're going to now rotate to 2023 and 2025. Next one being in Europe, then coming back to Bethpage in New York. I will be at that one in Bethpage, New York, if Phil Mickelson is the Ryder Cup captain. So help me God. <laughs> oh, I loved it. The content, the, the content would be just incredible. Yeah. So that's, we'll talk a little bit more as it approaches here. It's a, it's a late September. It's the starts my birthday, September 24th goes to the 26th okay. little three day competition. You'll see alternate shot best ball and then singles on the last day. First two days are alternate shot and best ball. Both. It's the most electric golf event you could ever tune into. If you don't watch any golf, I advise you for this to be your first, it's going to be a great one this year. I love to hear it. I, being the semi-casual fan that I am, this is one thing that I definitely am interested in, in viewing. All right. You got any parting thoughts here as we wrap up our coverage today? Uh, you have a dad joke. I don't believe I do. I don't believe I do. I think I, I do have a dad joke of the week. Would you like me to share that? I would. <clears throat> Why don't eggs tell jokes? Why don't eggs tell jokes? Eggs, yolks. There's yolks in the eggs. Top the old brand. Top the old brand. There's white top, eggs. Top, There's top. brown eggs. Hatch and egg hatches. Uh, eggs tell jokes. They chicken out. They'd crack each other up. Uh, I'm going to be hatch, honest, that was yolk. not my worst guess. I feel like that no, you, almost you pranced, applied. You pranced right around crack with hatch and yolk and yeah. these other types of, of terms. So you, you came pretty close to that. Pat. Yeah. Decent bit, decent bit. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up with a quote here. This one coming 
from an inspirational Ben Crenshaw back in the 1999 Ryder Cup at what is known as the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts, the site of the largest comeback margin in Ryder Cup history to that point. It was then matched in 2020 in 2012 at Medina. Flip side, the Europeans did it. 1999, the U.S. did it. They're down huge. And in the press conference, Ben Crenshaw said, I'm a big believer in fate. I have a good feeling about this one. The rest was history. Justin Leonard sinks about a, I don't know, 85 to 100 foot putt on the 17th. The crowd goes absolutely bonkers. Jose Maria Olasabal pulls one of the all-time biggest loser moves ever and complains that people you know crowded the green and walked in his line and that's what caused the entire european collapse that entire day jose maria what a scumbag move that was what a loser <laughs> he's move a fraud that was. he's a con artist yeah absolute fraud fraud of the decade fraud of the millennial when when it wasn't 2000 yet so that'll wrap us up. And as always, our guy, Pat from last year, playing us out. What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Crew.